Welcome to the Momentum Podcast, where our goal is to help real estate agents build momentum toward their goals. So today we are on episode 20, which is all about events, Kristen. I'm so excited. Me too. And just to clarify, when we talk about events for this conversation, we're talking about the kind of events that we as real estate agents go to, not events that we might host for our sphere of influence or our clients. And so I love this topic because it's real timely. I just got back from a big Mm -hmm. conference a week or so ago. So this is a real fresh topic on my mind. And of course, you and I have been to several conferences and events together, so I'm excited for our conversation. That's awesome. So we're going to do the normal who, what, when, where, why, how, all those things. Love it. One of the things that we really want to talk about before we really dive in is the types of events that Mm -hmm. we're talking about. So... Kristen, when you think about events that you need to attend for either education or networking, all those things we're going to dig into, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, great question. I think sometimes when realtors hear the word events, they might think of these really big gatherings that happen on a national scale. So the National Association of Realtors puts on big events. Our particular brokerage that we are with puts on big events. But I think it's helpful to consider that events happen at all levels and all sizes. So think about your local area. Part of being a realtor is being associated with a local board. So check with your local board. They probably do some events on site. If they have a a physical office, our area board does lunch and learn events. And there are opportunities that Um, are available to us at a very local level. Often they're free because you're already paying to be associated with the board. So you can leverage opportunities at every budget level and then think one level above that. So there's probably some regional activities that happen, whether you're in the Southeast or the Northwest, there are events that might be more geographic in nature. And then of course you get bigger with the national scale of events. So I think it's helpful just to think about events at multiple levels in terms of size, budget, because these are things that we want to be available to every realtor, no matter what your you know budget, size of your business is, there are opportunities around you. Yeah, and a couple more things I'd add to that is inspection companies mm-hmm. and lending folks. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of those around our area, so I'm guessing it's happening in yeah. a lot of other places. And I think right now with the market shift, with how hard things are with lenders right now, You're going to see more and more events because think about it, realtors are actually their target market. Mm -hmm. And another thing, and this kind of leads us into our first topic of why it's so important, Mm -hmm. is networking. Like how many realtors you get to meet. Of course, the education and the panel events Mm -hmm. and what you actually learn and take away. Mm -hmm. But the people you get to meet... That's just irreplaceable. There's so many other benefits that doesn't just include what you're educating yourself on. Absolutely. Yeah, great point. And I think so many real estate agents operate and live on an island. Mm -hmm. And so that exercise of going to even just a local event where you get to meet other 
agents who are in your market Mm -hmm. and and creating a spirit of collaboration not competition Mm -hmm. so we work with different brokerages and different firms but we all work with buyers and sellers so Mm -hmm. we have way more in common than we have differences there's just so much power in that networking piece so thanks for mentioning that it's so true and not only networking as a gain for you but when you think about it as you're rubbing shoulders with some crazy high producers Mm -hmm. and people that are leveling up Mm -hmm. so to to rub shoulders with those people we know that proximity is power Mm -hmm. so just being in the same room you can go to as many Zooms as you want. And I love Zooms. Yeah. We're on a Zoom every day. Yeah. I do love that because I can sit in my home office and mm-hmm. go. But I really love being in the same room with these people because it, it truly inspires me to level mm-hmm. up. Yep. And initially, it's sort of ironic. You think about, well, why does a top performer need to go to an event? I mean, it, it seems like they don't need it to grow their business. Mm-hmm. They have a wildly successful business. So mm-hmm. why are they there? And then you start to dig into what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, guess how they grew their business? Mm-hmm. They grew their business by going to these events mm-hmm. and rubbing shoulders with like-minded peers. And there's the saying of, Get in the room with people whose behavior is what you want in your own life, in your own business. And so that's what I find at events is there's this magnetism of, sure, we have different personalities and we might not be best friends, but they are exhibiting the kind of activities and behavior that I want in my business. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much to glean by observation, by conversation. I mean, I think about the conversations you just have in the hallway and even in passing, you know, hey, who are you? Where are you from? Tell me about your market. Mm -hmm. And just building those relationships. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And we'll come back to some tips and tricks at the end about like Okay, we'll network, but what does that mean and how do we follow up? So another thing that we thought about sharing is common pitfalls. So a big thing for me was so much money. Mm -hmm. You and I love to go to the out-of-state ones. We go to a lot Mm -hmm. of the panel events here in Mm -hmm. town, but... Literally, I sat there December, January with my budget and budgeted in mm-hmm. $2,000 per event, and I have scheduled four. I didn't get to mm-hmm. make one because it fell mm-hmm. on my vacation. I just saw how important it is, and once you see the value, you will show up. So you've got to at least go to one of these. That's certainly a personal decision mm-hmm. for you in your family life and right. in your business, but I, I did the same. You know, I built out a budget for... 2023 and I included some key events that I wanted to make sure I made it to and I knew that I was making a financial commitment and a time commitment. I think that's the other kind mm-hmm. of potential obstacles. People mm-hmm. think, well, how can I take 4 or 5 days and be out of town at an event? Well, I mean, we've talked about this in other episodes in terms of how you manage your business when you're gone. So even when you're on a work trip, How do you prepare for coverage while you're gone, having a great team to support you when you're not in town? Mm -hmm. So for showings or negotiating, whatever it may be Mm -hmm. that pops up while you're gone. But I think that principle of if it's important, you'll plan for it and you'll put it on your calendar and you'll put it into the budget. And I mean, think about it in practical terms. So let's say you do spend $2,000 between flights and the ticket 
to the event and hotel and Mm -hmm. food and transportation, if you get a referral partner and you get one deal out of that relationship, what's $2,000? I mean, honestly, not to make light of, I know that's a big number, but I think we have to think bigger and think about what do we have to gain, not what do we have to lose mm-hmm. by making a commitment to these events. Yep, so true. Are there any other pitfalls that you can think of that people may be thinking about? I mean, there's a reputation of like, well, these are just events where people are just hanging out at the pool and they're drinking and it's just purely social. And that might be what they see at the surface level, mm-hmm. but from our own experience, it's such a balanced equation. There's a ton of learning that's happening and really it's what you make of it. So such a mindset. It is. And so if you go in with a mindset and maybe there are times when you just need to get away from your day-to-day business Mm -hmm. and go to a beautiful place and you just need to unplug. And that is how you leverage that conference. Mm -hmm. So you may have paid $2,000 to just have a restful time away from your Mm day-to-day life. And that's okay. And somebody else might go, you know what? I need to dive deep into AI because that is a a trend that is influencing our industry. I need to learn more about it. I don't understand it. Or I'm going to do a deep dive into social media because that's really lacking in my business. And so that comes down to individual priorities and what goals do you want to accomplish at XYZ event? Mm -hmm. Some people might say, I just want to grow my referral network. And so I'm going to network the heck out of this event and I'm going to meet a hundred people. And that's my goal. I'm going to get a hundred business cards um, during these four or five days. So I think having a purpose as you go into these events is really important to really maximize the event itself. Yes, absolutely. A quick story there. There was these girls, and I think they were there this last event too, where they had these cool translucent bags that everybody wanted. And yeah. you're like, where do we find these? Where do we find these? And then you eventually found these ladies carrying all these around. And now they have a huge following and tons of referrals coming from this yep. brilliant idea. But they had the goal in mind yeah. to do that. And they had a plan and they brought the material. <laughs> so on the same vein of like stories about leveraging these events, Kristen, what's another story that you have to share about these networking events and how you've met people? Yeah. So one person in particular that we both met at one of the events early in the year, and it was just a fun connection that we made and then ended up seeing the same person at subsequent conferences. I was just at an event a couple weeks ago, saw him again. So literally I've seen him four times this year and he used to live in this general area. And so he reached out recently to connect me to a friend of his, some business related things. And so I just think about the power of those Mm -hmm. relationships that would never have happened if I hadn't gone to Mm -hmm. those events. I never would have met him. We would have had no reason really to run into each other, interact, Mm -hmm. apart from being in the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to kind of future business development that can happen through that relationship Mm -hmm. and that will spawn into other Mm -hmm. relationships. So Mm -hmm. really powerful. That's beautiful. Yeah, so let's do a real quick review on what to do before, during, and after. And then I'd really like to hear your top three takeaways from this Mm, last event. So before the event, Kristen and I were talking a little bit before this podcast about how 
before is really an important time. Not only preparing your business, um, of course, like we kind of talked about, but preparing to be gone, like mm-hmm. making sure your budget's in place, all those things. Mm-hmm. But another thing is really focusing on what your goal is, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Mm-hmm. Is it getting new referrals? Is it going to be technology? Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. going to be how to get more lead generation? And once you focus on that, because a lot of these big conferences or even panel events, you're not going to connect with everybody, right. but you're going to connect with certain people and you're going to have to go find them. And when you're in the moment, it is so overwhelming mm-hmm. rather than, okay, who's going to be there? If GoGo talks, I am going to show mm-hmm. up at her panel because mm-hmm. I connect with her or whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. Yeah. I think that's really important. Is there anything else beforehand that you can think of that's really important to do? Pack a couple days before, maybe. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're known for like the last minute packing. And guess what? We've been fine. Yeah. <laughs> but even deciding, you know, how engaged you are going to be with your business while you're gone. Mm-hmm. And I think this is different for everybody. Yeah. Some people treat a work conference like, hey, I'm still working. I'm just mm-hmm. in a different location. And that's different from a vacation mindset. Yeah. So I think we've covered the essence of before. Perfect. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about during the event. What are some of the things that you think are really important there? Yeah, I think having uh, some time, whether it's at the end of each day to sort of take stock of what you learned, who you met, that's hard to do because these conferences are really full. And so the days are packed full, but any sort of moment that you can have to just Take a deep breath and look at your notes or even sharing a meal with people that you went with and just processing what you heard that Mm -hmm. day. Even if you don't have these succinct takeaways, but some conversation around what did you hear? What did you learn? Who did you like listening to? I think that can be really valuable. So valuable. And then what about after? What kinds of things do you think are super important there? Yeah, I think this will kind of be a nice segue into... um, kind of how we wrap up the episode, but we have challenged ourselves internally with our small group of people that choose to go to these events to come up with three takeaways, three things that were really impactful or things that you're going to integrate into your business when you get home. Mm -hmm. I think it gives an additional focal point and a real purpose to why did you spend the money and the time to go Mm -hmm. use something that you learn and maybe it's one thing but we challenge ourselves to come Mm -hmm. up with three Mm -hmm. that can really have an impact um, on our business and another thing is just following up it's the same thing when you get a new Mm -hmm. prospect in your cell phone like texting that person hey it was so nice to meet you nice to see you again or whatever that looks just that kind of follow-up or posting on social media to your clients like I learned this amazing thing from a lender or Mm -hmm. I learned this thing. Just sharing that you are getting education. And sharing with your agent friends who didn't get a chance to go to just share. Here are some of the highlights Mm -hmm. from the week that can benefit a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That's so good. All about serving. I love that. So what are your three takeaways? Share with us. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear. (laughs) So... I would say the first one was around the area of social media. So social media is not a real strength of mine right now in my business. But the few thoughts from this particular presenter, which 
really hit home with me because she has a very relational approach to social media, which is what I want. It's not so much focused on business, but building relationships with people who know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. So the kind of subtopics are use your name, use your face, and tell your story. Mm. And so we want name recognition. We want facial recognition. And people connect to stories way more than they connect to yeah. stats. Yeah. So those three little principles tucked into the social media category were really impactful That's for me. So good. good reminders. The second was around the current market. And I think what we're going to see is our competition is going to start contracting. They're going to contract their spending because they're worried about where their next deal is going to come from. And so as hard as it is and as counterintuitive as it might be, we need to actually double down on the activities that we know make sense for Mm -hmm. us and are meaningful. So that might mean increasing your spend in certain areas. It might mean five timing some of your activity Mm -hmm. whether it's client events or open houses houses. yeah so as you see the competition shrinking and contracting that's the time for you to increase your activity yes (laughs) and gain more of that market share Mm -hmm. that's great so that the counter principle to that was live small off the court Mm -hmm. so if you need to constrict your other spending in your personal life so that you can invest more in your business, you may need to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the third was a really powerful presenter who shared a lot of really personal things from his own life. But one of the things that really jumped out from his talk was about winning the day. Mm -hmm. And the whole principle was around that life is not linear, it's cyclical. Mm -hmm. And we really need to remember that. So when you're in a phase of life where things feel easy, run. Like, go hard. Go really fast. When it feels like mud, walk. Just take a step. Don't feel like you have to sprint. But don't quit, stop, or go backwards. And do something every day because mm. consistency trumps talent. So oh, I loved that takeaway. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, what a perfect way to end this amazing podcast. Yes. Thanks for joining us, you guys. And we look forward to the next episode. In the meantime, have a great week. And share this with your friends, you guys. It would mean so much to us. And write a review. We want to continue to be encouraged and motivated and love on you guys. So have a wonderful rest of your day. All right. Bye. Bye.